What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Four Verts Podcast. Uh, in this one, we're going to be looking back at the bowl games um, and then talking about the national championship a little bit. So thanks for tuning in. Let's get it. talk about bowl season the cheez-it bowl the mayo bowl and the orange bowl all food bowls all dubs for the good guys i guess depending on who you dub a good guy um but yeah i guess we can start off with clemson first iowa state mm, um i mean it was ugly like most of our games this year um but you know i'd rather win than lose so I guess offensively, the, the plan was pretty clearly to keep DJ in the pocket. Um, kind of what Georgia did to us in the opener, that sort of game plan where you try and you try and get some matchups and throw the ball a little bit, but you don't ever throw it downfield, just run the ball, try not to turn it over, basically. Um, he ended up with 32 attempts, which I, I think was a lot more than I expected, considering he only had 19 the last two games. Um, but like I said, I mean, we didn't even run routes downfield. Um, I mean, his, he, he was fairly efficient, uh, completed two-thirds of his passes. Um, but interestingly, um, Georgia Tech ran that drop eight scheme against him earlier in the season, and he went like 18 for 25 but had like no yards. Um, so it was basically just check down after check down in that game. But in this game, it was sort of the same deal. I mean, that's um, – same defense. So I guess we hadn't really changed the game plan much. Uh, just dink and dunk and run the football a little bit better. Um, but I mean, that's that's pretty much what it was. The furthest completion of the game traveled eight yards in the air. And that was that one he tried to throw away to Bo Collins on the sideline. And Bo Collins went up and, you know, grabs it over two guys. But it's kind of like he didn't even mean to throw that. It should have been picked off, in all honesty. That's what should have happened. Um, so even that was a fluke. So basically everything was within the sticks. Um, but obviously we, we leaned on the run as, as we all would have expected. Um, Pace and Shipley, I keep going back and forth watching them play. Um, Cause it's like, they're both good, obviously, but depending on which game it is, it's like one of them kind of seems to take over, but in this game, they actually coexisted pretty well. Um, it was kind of like weight where they both went over a hundred, but um <clears throat> It was, it was interesting to see a lot of two-back sets that we saw against South Carolina. All the heavy personnel that I talked about uh, in the preview, we used all of that kind of stuff with two tight ends, two running backs, uh, sometimes at the same time. Um, and the good thing about that is, obviously, you, you get to keep Pace Chipley on the field. We motion them around a lot, or a lot more than we normally have. Um, and they combined for nine catches. That's far more involved in the passing game than they've been all season, which is nice when you hear Will Shipley about you know, he's this all-purpose back coming out of high school and, you know, he's really good at running routes, all this kind of stuff in the summer. And then he has like 12 catches all year. Um, 
and basically everything's a screen. And that's kind of what this was too, but it was nice to at least get them involved. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. It was, um, but another thing about our, our, our quarterback, um, you know, we looked at his stats and they looked awful, but you also have to factor in that this is the worst season we've had in drop percentage since PFS started tracking in 2014. Um, this year we're at 10.3% of on target passes, whatever that means, um, being dropped. So it's kind of a PFS discretion, obviously, like all their stuff. Um, but it's just kind of a good marker when you realize that the previous season high was 2018. And we had basically an 8% drop rate. But we won a national championship. So it's kind of like, you know, is 2% really that much of a difference? But I thought it was interesting just because we've been so awful. And I can't explain why. Well, I mean, I can, but it's a little more nuanced than that. But anyway... Um, really ugly on offense. I mean, you only score 13 points, and that's kind of kind of is what it is. But the defense won the game as they've done basically all season. Um, and like I said, we talked at nauseum about how shitty it was that Brees Hall opted out of this game because if he plays, to be honest with you, they probably win. Um, they really just couldn't sustain a ton of drives. Um, and you know, when they had Xavier Hutchinson, their their best receiver. Or broke thumb, had surgery on it, played a little bit. Um, but not having him out there running routes 40 times, 50 times a game, it kind of hurts you because, you know, then you really have to lean on Jarrell Brock back up. Um, and if Brees Hall's in there, I mean, maybe you extend some drives and, and get something going. But, you know, I mean, they only had, they only ended up running the ball 21 times as a team. Uh, Brock had 14 for 42 yards. Um, I talked about how they had a couple of freshmen that were going to burn red shirts um, just to play in the game. So they ended up burning one of them's red shirt. And he had two carries. Um, I think he had 10 yards um, and one target. So it's kind of like you could have used a walk on for the, you know, eight snaps that we played, but nonetheless, um, just kind of sucks that he didn't end up playing because I feel like he would have ended up being maybe, maybe a deciding factor. You never know though. Um, but I also said in the preview that, that Iowa State was 0-2 the season when Brock Purdy threw the ball 40 or more times. Um, he didn't get to 30 or to 40 against us, but he was at 39. Uh, so we were close to extending that streak. Um, but again, he didn't have a ton of help at receiver. Um, Charlie Kolar at uh, tight end kind of abused Levante Bentley for the first half and then ended up getting a touchdown in the second half. But um, other than that, just not a whole lot of help for him. Um, but we did get to see uh, kind of the back seven of next year. Um, you know, Baylor Inspector was out of this game, had a broke hand. Uh, so Lamonte Bentley uh, was in there for him at Will Backer. Um, and then you had Skousen get hurt in the second quarter. So you see Kane Patterson and eventually uh, Jeremiah Trotter in the game a bunch. Um, obviously, later on in the game, when Iowa State started throwing the ball exclusively, Barrett Carter was on the field for the last three or four series, basically the whole time uh, for coverage. And obviously Trenton Simpson's out there as much as he can be. So getting to see that kind of, you know, that mix at linebacker was nice. And then at safety, Nolan Turner was hurt too. Um, so Jalen Phillips got the start for him. And obviously Makuba's, you know, he's he's a dog. So he's only going to get better as a freshman. So having Phillips out there with him, you know, Phillips ended up playing arguably one of the better games on defense. Uh, was tied for the team lead in tackles with five, had a pass breakup, also forced a fumble, um, rocking 
uh, Jarrell Brock. Um, but you also got to see R.J. Mickens, who's played kind of intermittently throughout the year. Uh, Tyler Venables mixed in a little bit, probably not as much as he would have otherwise, um, you know, if his dad was calling plays, which I thought was kind of odd that he was he was kind of the odd man out and that Jalen Phillips was in over him. Um, but also we, we were the only team in the FBS this year to hold every opponent to 27 points or fewer, um, which is, you know, kind of is what it is, but just an interesting note. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, that's that's really it for the Cheesy Bowl. It was, like I said, it was an ugly win, but a win nonetheless. That's how a lot of the season for Clemson's been. But, hey, 10 wins. Yeah, you know, 11, 11 years in a row, 10 wins. Um, you know, I'll take it. If it's ugly, that's I'll really take it. That's really hard to do. 100%. That's really hard to do if you look at it. So, yeah. I mean, when I'm Bobby Bowden is like, the only few people to have done it, I mean, that's that's impressive. No matter like, what. I, always, I always say that because it's like, I got at a point, I know you felt like y'all were probably the worst nine and three team out there. Or a I mean, we started four and three. I, dude, I thought we were going to go six and six. Right. And as frustrating as, frustrating as a year as it's been, like to, to, to make that benchmark again for the 11th year in a row, that's just, I mean, I, I guess it kind of tells you where your program's been at the past. 11 years or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, um, yeah, I know it's frustrating to only to have to give a shit about a cheese it bowl when it has no implications, but um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And we hey, had bowl, no bowl games are fun. It's also a, a good sign. Yeah. Bowl games are fun. Yeah. Bowl games are yeah. fun. They're just cooler when they're in the playoff, but all bowl games are fun. Exactly. Uh, you're not, you're telling me. I mean, I'd kill for a bowl game right now. It's okay. Uh, what's his name? Zeke Bigger said he's definitely going to a bowl game next year. <laughs> he said he ain't doing this shit again. <laughs> Either that or he's in the portal. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe both. No, that man ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I love him. call him. Shit. I don't know. Dude, speaking of Alabama, since 2014 – Alabama, or maybe it was the last 14 seasons. I can't remember. They averaged 12 and a half wins a year. You only are guaranteed 12 games a year, and they average more than that in wins. You know how yeah, crazy that crazy. is? Crazy. <clears throat> that's saving for you. That's nuts, dude. To, to average more wins than games you're guaranteed to play in a, a season, nobody else out there is doing that shit. That's unheard of. Let's go talk. That's the right thing. Now. They just never, they never fall off. Like the year we had, I guess, what was it? Uh, 2019 when they didn't get in. So, yeah. and they went, they went and played, they still went and played the New Year's Six Bowl game. And Mac Jones went out there and absolutely slaughtered Michigan. Yep. <laughs> so it's kind of like the year Clemson had this year, Alabama doesn't do that. Their years in Alabama doesn't make the playoff, but they're never this bad. Bro, this they're, year was supposed to be. They're always down. good. Bro, I know they're, they're always the fucking natty. Bro, they just this re- is they refuse to lose. This could technically be like a down year for them. Yeah, they lost the game. Ah, this has been a shit year. Everybody talks about how mid their offensive line is and mid their defense is, and like they got Kool Aid that's getting picked on, Brian Branch, all this shit. It's just like. They're still out here going about to go play in the natty. They're they're mid compared to the past Alabama teams. It's crazy. Not to everyone else. 
It's crazy. I saw I saw the video. Not to keep getting off topic, but I saw the video of Nick Saban when he like arrived at the airport when they first hired him, and he just was the same ass smug asshole that he is now. Like they asked him a question, he's just like, I, I don't know. I just want yeah, to come I watched, back to college. Yeah, I watched that. And too. <laughs> this is a great place. And like throws his hands up, like you don't give a shit. And <laughs> I was just thinking, like if we only knew how that man was about to change things at the time. Well, we did though. I mean, he was a dog at LSU. I mean, so you, yeah. you, you kind of knew when he came back, you're like, oh, here he comes. Yeah, I don't know if I you could have predicted that. I don't, yeah, well, I'm no, yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing you to this. <laughs> extent, if, if you told a Bama fan that they're going to win 12 and a half games a year on average. For and the have next six natties. They'd be like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that to the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just, there's no, no way that anybody would believe that. It's crazy. They're going so. Yeah, like it's, I mean, it's literally kind of like annoying at this point because they've won they've won six of what six of fourteen since he's been there. That's he almost that's won nuts. They're he's almost winning, winning every fifty percent. That, that's, <laughs> not even, that's not even how many they've been to. I think they've been to like what eight or nine. Yeah, they're like LeBron. They're in that motherfucker every year. <laughs> they lost. They've only lost what twice. Twice to Clemson. Yeah, both. I don't yeah, know I nobody say, else that done beat them. <laughs> no, it's just us. Well, not the playoff. They lost to uh, Ohio State. State when Zeke went crazy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. So I feel like they lost another one, maybe. Probably not, though. You know how they are. <laughs> you know them boys. Yeah, they I just assume bad. they don't lose. I mean, <laughs> it, it's crazy. If you go there, you're guaranteed to go to a natty in your four years. Just about, yeah. I, I, well, you're as statistically, to go to five and win one. <laughs> statistics statistically speaking as of right now if you commit to alabama you will go to an national yep. championship game no the statistic is you, will, you will win win one, win one. yeah yeah you'll go to you'll go to all, however many years you're there you'll go to that yeah match. you'll go you'll yeah. win at least one <laughs> i hey, want that news, so bad the good news is boys they haven't um i don't at least i don't i turn my memory right now they haven't gone back to back yet there's no time like the present. Are so, you serious? <laughs> so, and one last year, you know, you know they, they, they've made it two years in a row, but they've never won back-to-back, I don't think. There's no way. How, how did that one back-to-back? I, I think you might be right, though. They'll make, they'll, make it, they'll make it two years in a row, but they'll win one, lose one. Or they'll make it six years in a row and win one, lose one. Back to back, 2011, 2012. Okay, so the playoffs. You fool. Almost 10 years. Yes, basically a decade. Yeah. I guess over it now. That was back when they still ran the I formation. Yeah, that was back when they didn't give a damn about offense. You just weren't going to score. You weren't going to score. Yeah. So. That's crazy. I don't. I know to get off topic there, but like I was looking at those stats earlier. But what's crazy is uh, there's a stat about Kirby Smart too, and it was something about you know a national championship appearances with whatever within the however many years prior. Oh, when I mean, they compared when they compared him and Saban's first six years. Yeah, but also like what Kirby's done at Georgia. Georgia fans like there, there's no almost no way you could bitch because you now Davini this will be the second Super national championship second national championship game you've seen your team play in since you were four, alive yeah in four years 
Curry, Curry also like since his since his first year or two, he doesn't lose. It's that's, it, the, it, that's the thing. It really just boils down to like if you look at it, it boils down to the fact that if Nick Saban was not coaching college football right now, y'all would be Al- we would be Alabama. Probably, yeah. And it's like No, nah, we would be Alabama. I mean, statistically speaking, <laughs> statistically speaking, Clemson is closer than Georgia right. to be. Yeah, but, right. but as in stack talent and shit like that, no, nah, Georgia's way closer to Bama than we are. Well, I'm saying statistically speaking, I mean, y'all have won more national championships than Georgia has. Yeah, yeah and just to even go back to Mark Rick, uh, Saban took away Mark Rick's chance to make it into a natty, dude. Saban has been a coach killer when it comes to that. Yeah. Coaches can be so close. It doesn't matter. You got to beat Saban. And that, that son of a bitch is just sitting over there just like. Yeah. The motherfucker That's why you got to get out of the SEC. You just got to find him in the playoff. Owns us, one bro. punk. I mean, one, one really, really good team, Ohio State, and then two really good teams at Clemson. A generation, two generational quarterbacks to beat Bama. That's what it yeah. took. Um, and if you uh, listen to Kirby Smart's coaching clinic, he'll show you how Ohio State Ohio State beat them in the playoffs. And he was like, it not necessarily talent. It's just they were they they picked us apart where we were weak. But I mean, that's good coaching too. But I'm just saying, like, it took some some pretty good circumstances the other way for the teams to beat them. Yeah, and and Joe Burrow and then two receivers that were absolutely dummy. They both got 1,400 yards in the rookie year in the NFL. It's going to be wild when all three of them end up in the Hall of Fame. We're like, okay, okay. Now we yeah. get why they scored 100 points a game if they wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that's crazy. Th- that, still might, that still might be the best. There's no doubting it. I mean, look at what we're doing in the NFL. Ever. We're going crazy. Dude, you cannot feel bad about that team lighting your team up in college because if you look what they're doing in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. no, Joe, Brady was a, Joe Brady was a fraud, too. Yeah, he didn't have to do shit. Hey, Bro, just run deep. <laughs> just go. Joe will find you. Get Jamar down there somewhere. <laughs> Pass yeah, game coordinator. Real. Pass game coordinator. Yeah, he got he, a whole OC job off of that. In the NFL. Yeah. It just boosted his career because he had three, four, five of the best players in college football on one offense. Joe Burrow, two receivers, Clyde, at some point in his career. Yeah, I, Clyde I Edwards. Feel like. Clyde Edwards was probably one of the best running backs in the country at that time. I mean, it's just like no doubt. And they had little Randy Moss. Yeah, at tight end, who was no slouch. I mean, they Terrace Marshall was a five star. Mm. Bro, they had everybody. Everybody. They so had everybody crazy. but Alvin Kamara. I mean, at that point. <laughs> At Bama, you're like, I mean, shit, we'll give y'all a year. I mean, y'all, y'all got all that. Y'all got it. But, oh, and then, and then Coach O just now sitting on his ass chasing women. Like, we did it that one time, boy. And we fucked everybody up that one year. We just scored 100 points a game. That's all they had to do. Yeah. Oh, Coach O. <laughs> Oh, man, we've gone so far off topic, but that's okay. Yeah, Jacob, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Well, I, f- I figured I would probably go since my game was first. Go for and, it. And your game was the one that actually mattered. 
Um, they they all matter, bro. They that's true. Matter. They all say, matter. You're you were literally being a bowl game proponent a minute ago. Bro, no, I am. I am a bowl game proponent. I am. If a bowl you say game they, they don't matter, you, you just said they don't love matter. college football. Kirby tells um, me the Mayo Bowl though. <laughs> Duke's Mayo, baby. Which Duke's is, sucks. Duke's okay. is the best Mayo. Oh, okay. <laughs> This yeah, is the best mayonnaise. Hey, before are y'all get all this... mayonnaise haters? Hell yeah, that shit's gross. Y'all, yeah. <laughs> you got you got all three of us. Ooh, y'all are weird, bro. Hey, it's because it's not this, good. Can we before we get into this? Can we just talk about how much of a savage Shane Beamer is on Twitter right now? Oh yeah, awesome. like because he's that boy won some games and he's like, if you fin to get it on Twitter, I don't care. He like pretty much called that one reporter the most miserable person on planet Earth. Yeah, because he's really? just bitching all the time. Yeah, the guy yeah, was complaining he called, about he wasn't wrong. He called a reporter out. Send because... that, send that in the, did y'all send it in the group? I didn't see that. Yeah. It, sent it, like, it happened like a, a, a few days ago, at, like right after the bowl game. Yeah. The, 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 the reporter basically was talking about now the only we're hyping up um, coaches getting doused in Mayo after a bowl game win. That's how much these games don't mean anything. And so uh, Beamer got on there. I think the guy deleted it because he did, yeah. He just got ratio. Beamer, Beamer said, What's it like being so miserable all the time for a sport you cover? Uh, and then he added him, said, Praying for you. I still remember back in July at SEC Media Days when you said the ceiling for our team was two wins. Keep bringing that expert <laughs> analysis. Happy New Year. Hashtag find some joy. Basically said, You ain't shit, dog. Hell yeah, Shane. Let's go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That boy won six games and said, "You talk, you talk." Seven, seven. seven. Well, yeah, prior for real. to the bowl, don't prior do that. To the bowl, prior to the bowl. <laughs> they had a winning season, bro. We, we did won seven Crazy. games and said, "I have all the receipts. I got them all. If yeah. you want it, you can get it." Hey, Jacob, what happens when you get Spencer Rattler and y'all have a worse season? See, I mean, that would be on my end. Incredibly surprising if that happened. <laughs> Uh, that, um, would, uh, that would suck. Four now. Now we had uh, four starting quarterback, four quarterbacks to start and win a game for us this season. That's got to be record too. So that's pretty lit. But anyways, I'll get into the game here. Um, the keys to the game that I mentioned last week: uh, limiting Sam Howell, obviously, and then running the ball effectively on offense. And I, we checked both those off big time. Uh, we had 300 yards on the ground. And Sam Howell had 200 total yards. Um, start off with a big sack on first down on their first drive. Um, and then, you know, got the carry on joiner trotting out there to start at quarterback, um, which, I mean, wasn't like super surprising at first, I guess, because we run them out there in the Wildcat a decent amount, or we had throughout the season um, run them out of the Wildcat. But this was a little bit different. Um, um, he wasn't just running, you know, wildcat plays. He wasn't just handing the ball off or running read options. He was actually, um, you know, um, he was he was running the whole offense. He was throwing the ball. He was, you know, just just controlling the offense, um, which made UNC have to throw out their whole defensive defensive game plan. Um, apparently, Mac Brown said that once the carry on, once they realized that the carry on was was actually playing quarterback and not just playing wildcat, they had to kind of throw out. Uh, what they've been practicing in bowl prep because, um, you know, they're centering that around Zeb Nolan starting. Um, 
But then, you know, obviously you got the deep shot from the carry-on to Jaheim Bell, um, which was actually over for former five-star Tony Grimes, the corner at North Carolina. Um, but that went for 69 yards just to start off the game. Um, huge spark. Um, and that's the, you know, that's the exact start South Carolina needed in a game like this. You know, North Carolina's a big play, big play team. Um, so, you know, striking first and, and getting that momentum was um, was big for the team. And then the offense just kind of kept their foot on the gas. Um, next drive, Zeb hit Jaheim on a slant, and he ended up taking another 60 yards to the house. So two, two drives, um, two passes to Jaheim Bell, two touchdowns. So, you know, that's pretty that's a pretty good start to the game. Then we went for two. Well, we actually went for two the first touchdown, but we got a false start or something. So then we went out for the second time and just went for two again, uh, made it 15. Um, and it kind of – at that point, it kind of felt like the team was actually in control. You know, you weren't sure after that first shot of the team if it was just kind of a, a flash in the pan. Um, but, you know – like I said, offense never really let up. Offensive line was dominant, allowed Kevin Harris to look like Kevin Harris of last year. He had 31 carries for 182 yards, which is uh, 5.9 yards a pop. Um, and then obviously a touchdown. Uh, um, by far his best game of the season. Um, and then, you know, obviously right after the game, he declared for the draft. Um, so kudos, kudos to him on ending on a high note. And then, Hey, strike when the iron's hot. Exactly. Thanks. Come I off mean, a good game. That's it. He, hey. I mean, he he walked off the field, went in the locker room, and posted that graphic. It was like instantly after the game, it was up. Um, yeah, and then of course, already talked about it a little bit, but Mayo Bowl MVP to carry on Joiner, um, the ultimate spark for the offense. Uh, ended up going nine for nine, 160 yards in the air, um, and then 10 carries for 64 yards on the ground, and just was making plays all night. Um, yeah, that's crazy because I was that was would have been the last guy I would have guessed that would have won MVP like before the game. Yeah, I know it's kind of crazy. Hasn't, he hasn't been doing much all year, and then he just snapped in the bowl game. Yeah, I mean they apparently he hadn't taken a snap at receiver except for um, fifteen minutes of practice that the media could view in bowl <laughs> prep. That's the only wide receiver snaps he took for the whole bowl prep. So. Um, you know, kudos for, for Satterfield for making that call and executing game plan with yet another quarterback um, to start for this team. But overall, 543 yards of offense, which was which is by far the most this season, um, including the EIU game, like by a pretty decent margin. So that's really good. Um, then the defense played extremely well the whole game, you know, missing J.J. Inabari and Cam Smith. Don't know why we were missing Cam Smith. They said it wasn't COVID-related, um, but I don't know. Um, but arguably the two play best players on defense um, out for the game, but, you know, we still kind of just ran press man coverage and, and dared somehow to beat us over the top, and we played pretty good cover. I mean, he, he hit a couple down the sideline, maybe one or two down the sideline, but really we limited big throws. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we stopped the run game. Uh, I don't even know how – hold up. Uh, yeah, Brooks had that long touchdown run. He ended with 72 yards. But, I mean, Ty Chandler had nine carries for 29 yards. Um, so, I mean, 
defense did what they did they've done all season um you know Sam Howell had a decent game statistically 12 for 20 for 205 yards and a touchdown but he never had a chance to like take over the game um held UNC to one one for 10 on third downs um 205 yards in the air 128 on the ground I mean this is an explosive offense that I don't know what they were averaging going averaging you know through there and on the ground before this game but they said they're the broadcasters of the game said they're statistically the best rushing um, offense in the ACC. Um, so, you know, kudos to the defense, too. It was just an all-around complete game, probably the most complete game from South Carolina this whole season. Actually, definitely the most complete game from South Carolina this whole season. Um, and a huge win, you know, seven and six, take down a big rival, um, big rival on, on the field and in the recruiting or on the recruiting trail. Um, you know, kudos to Marcus Satterfield, you know, saying F you to all the haters and making a good game plan. Hey, I mean, uh, you're not even forgetting that, like, now this – the whole Carolina debate, that's just not up for debate anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's never been, so. I mean, I, 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 to <laughs> you, it's definitely not. I'm just saying it's not even a question now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wow. But, uh, yeah, the wind builds momentum you know, builds momentum for a program that already had a lot of momentum going into the game and it just keeps it going. So um, going into the off season and to the 2023 <clears throat> recruiting and, and all that. So it's looking good over, over in Gamecock land right now. And Shane Beamer got the Mayo bath. So he, he got knocked upside the head with a cooler. first. Yeah. Apparently they didn't practice enough because he, yeah, uh, <laughs> they were trying to, that thing was probably heavy, bro. Straight mayonnaise. It was definitely heavy. And they thought it was going to pour out right when they lifted it up, but it, it, the mayonnaise, like, stuck in there. So it just, like, uh, that, like way down. So let's knock it on his head to jar it out real quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was like? Oh, so obviously I didn't get to watch most of this game because, you know, I was on a COVID at-home test uh, hunt, and I was out for those trying to see if I could hang out with you guys or not on New Year's. But um, – from what I did get to watch, like it just, it was just like a complete performance in the second half, at least from what I got to watch. Um, I, North Carolina just really couldn't do anything. And so I say this not to take anything away from what y'all did because what y'all did this year and what the staff did is like unfathomable. It's really tough to do what they did. So I, I asked this just because I'm curious, what do you guys think happened with North Carolina? I mean, Sam Howell is supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks returning. They have Josh Downs, probably one of the best slot receivers. Um, I think Josh had, what, three three catches? I know he had less than 100 yards, didn't have a touchdown in the game. Like, it's like they couldn't get him the ball. Like, this year, I don't know what happened to them, but I'm curious to see what y'all think about the whole Matt Brown situation. <clears throat> well, I mean, Matt Brown's going to retire soon. Like, he doesn't have that many years left in him. Yeah, I mean, um, you have to think, but I, I the think wheels this, are – they just fell off fast this year. Weren't um, Sam Howell's uh, – weren't his stats not too great in that game too? Uh, I mean, he threw for like in, 200 in yards. Our, in our game, I mean, they weren't they weren't terrible. 12 for 20, 200 yards for, and then one touchdown. So, it's not like he played terrible, but he didn't light it up. Like last year – Last year he was lighting it up. I mean, that man was, that man was going for 350, two tutties. I mean, I guess I guess that's what a running game does for you, or a good running back. I mean, 
they last last year they had twice the running output almost with Michael Carter and Javante Williams. Not yeah. not almost they did. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Maybe that maybe that's the correlation. I mean, what? Hold on. Let me. What, what were his stats last year? I guess last year is not a great comparison since it wasn't a full year, anyways. But I feel like they were better, even though it was less games. Let's see. Um, they were. They were better. They threw yeah, for five five hundred more yards last year. Yep. More touchdowns. And had twenty more completions but 500 more yards and six more touchdowns, two less interceptions. Yeah. Um, and his yeah. rating, his rating was 25 also, points I mean, they, but they not only lost their two running backs, they lost their receivers too. So, I mean, you got to take that into account. They lost Newsom and um, the other guy's name is slipping me right now. But, I mean – and uh, Sam Howell went crazy on the ground this year. Diane, Diane, something Brown, Dynami um, or Dynami Brown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, Antoine Green is was is pretty decent receiver. And then you also have Josh Nesbitt. I mean, Josh Nesbitt. <laughs> Josh Downs. I was just reading. Um, what's it? I was reading Bryson Nesbitt's name. But you have Josh Downs, and I, I he just he's got to be frustrated because that kid is an animal and it's like he, he went for 1300 yards this year but in the last couple of games like in y'all's game there's no excuse for him to go have four catches against us he was locked he, up bro locked up all game that's why maybe they just focused him <clears throat> i don't know it just something's going wrong over there. Maybe it's Longo. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, I know their offensive line wasn't that good, but it was the same offensive line as last year. They recruit pretty well too. They recruit really well. But Dre Bly, his position group for as good as a coach as he's supposed to be, and all that, his position group sucks. So I don't know where all the hype comes with him, but I don't know. I just they they should have been a much better team than six and seven. Damn sure shouldn't have lost to us. Just, they have the nine class right now this year. Yeah, I think I think it might be a, a Mac Brown. Maybe they just need a younger guy to come in there. And I mean, Mac Brown's obviously a great coach. Uh, I'm not saying he's, but you oh. know. Everybody, every every good thing comes to an end, you know. Well, yeah. He was a good coach, but he also had Vince Young. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt. So. I wonder. I, I wonder what North Carolina's or North Carolina fans. I wonder if they want Mac Brown gone, or they want want him to stay for another year or two. I mean, they're probably not gonna like ride him out of there because yeah. he's a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I'm surprised the recruiting still going so well. As a recruit, you have to be like, this guy's on his way out. I mean, it's yeah, my this, grandpa, bro. My papa is in better <laughs> shape than this guy, and he's wearing Jordans, <laughs> and they're feeding him rice pudding on the sidelines. I mean, some of the pictures they they show during the game, he's just on the sidelines, like looking around, like he could give two shits if he was there or not. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, bro, that's just, gonna be that's gonna be saving. Unfortunately. Yeah, but he's still going to be winning national championships on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. 
I don't know. Saban's going to go out there in a wheelchair if he has to, bro. Yeah. I just think it was kind of an odd move to bring Mac back, and now it's kind of showing, like, yeah, they might be recruiting all right. He probably has a pretty decent staff, but they're just not winning games like they really should be, especially in a bad ACC. So it's just my opinion. I don't know. Not to get off topic again, but like I said, not to take anything away from South Carolina because y'all – Y'all yeah, that's beat, rude, Sid. That's really y'all rude. Y'all pretty much beat their ass, and then what y'all's coaching staff was able to do this year, that's – you can't even calculate what they were able to do. That's really tough. So, um, just thought North Carolina shouldn't be as shitty as they are. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But, yeah. Now we're on to the Capital One Orange Bowl. Um, Georgia versus Michigan was supposed to be – a matchup of a couple heavy hitters um, that like to run the ball ended up not being really a close game, but Divinity, you can get more into that. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we're not, I don't know any, or we're not friends with any Michigan fans or uh, my, br- some... my brother-in-law is a Michigan fan. <laughs> well, good thing I don't sorry, know. sorry about this again, Matt. Yeah. Sorry about that, Matt. Matt's a Michigan fan. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to text him after this. That's Um, really rude, but okay. Sorry, Matt. Why is he he a Michigan fan? Typical typical Georgia fan. Why why is he a Michigan fan? Just family and everything. You know know how it would be. Does he like being a loser? All right. Did we talk talk about the game? (laughs) Talk about the game. I'm just kidding, Matt. Matt. Listen to this. If he listen to this, yeah, Matt, I'm just, I'm just kidding, can, bro. Can we please not alienate one of our actual true listeners? <laughs> yeah, Davini, relax, bro. Asshole. Bro, it's a joke. Relax. <laughs> I, oh. He told me he didn't like you anyway, so I figured. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Most I can people. see that, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, coming into this game, it was um, pretty hyped up. There were a lot of people that thought Michigan was going to do it, um, coming off that big win against Ohio State. I was hoping they were. I think we were all hoping they were. Yeah, sure <laughs> Deep um, down, Davini was hoping too. What? What are you talking about, Willis? Um, but, yeah, they were the um, – was it the second-rated second uh, rushing offense in the country? Um, their offensive line the won the top, – Yeah, they had the top O-line. Yeah, their offensive line won the Joe Moore Award. And y'all took that personally. <laughs> Very. Yeah. And um, we kind of we played bully ball. I mean, after the first couple drives, it kind of – There's one. I saw Jordan Davis actually get a tackle this game. I don't know if he ended up with one or ended up with more than one, but I was proud of him. <clears throat> yeah, he's, um, he's, a, he's a gap filler. He's not really like the – Tackle guy, apparently. So, so, so you're saying he's he's a Heisman winner. So you're saying he's just a Heisman candidate. He's um he's strong too, big and strong. Hey, he is big big and strong. That's hey. Let's talk about the real fraud, the one that was actually at the Heisman can at the at the Heisman ceremony that uh didn't play. Oh, you're talking talking about that. that, You talking about that Aiden guy? Yeah, Aiden, my boy. Yeah, I don't know what to say, Uh, man. Look, um, here's my take tough. on that. Yeah. We'll he had a tough in. game. He had a tough game. Here's my take on that. You can have a tough game, but for you to not even show up maybe once, like Will Anderson, he may have a tough game, may have a bad game, 
but he's going to make an impact and you're going to see him on the field. Aiden, the only time I saw him was when on a highlight tape for Sawyer when he was abusing. <laughs> His one like notable tackle uh, that sticks out to me was uh, on that screen to, to not Oscar yes, no, Delp, he, um, yeah, he read he read Brock that Bowers. play well. Yeah, he read that play well. It, um, it was pre-play recognition. He read it and he made yeah. the tackle. But um, other than that, I don't know. Tough game yeah. from Makai. I mean, to give him, you know, the little credit that he deserves after that game. Um, we kind of – you can tell we kind of did game plan around him a little bit. We were just trying to get the ball out quick, kind of like we did against Clemson uh, first game of the year. But after that, we started I, – I feel like Munkin started to realize that they weren't getting any pressure at all on Stetson. So we just started taking more shots down the field. Um, you know, and credit to Sawyer and McClendon um, on the outside, they had – the best game of their year um, because Aiden and whatever the other dude's name. Um, uh, David Ojabo. Yeah, Ojabo. Um, you know, they were – He's not even in the stats. <laughs> yeah, 55 and 97, like, literally weren't in the game. Yeah. Um, all year, I mean, coming into it, you know, like I said, they were – They were going crazy. They were going crazy. Off of the line, rushing game was going crazy, and we held Haskins to 39 yards. Um, so I mean, they didn't hey, have much. You can't of a, come out. You can't come out there way and run the damn ball shirts. And yeah, not, and not run the damn ball. Exactly. That was the funniest part is that video of them walking on the field. You know, and they're their running backs ran it 17 times, strutting their stuff. Um, yeah. Insane, <clears throat> man. And when you put the McNamara is uh, a decent quarterback. He's pretty good. Um, his stats aren't crazy. I think he had before that game was like 15 touchdowns, four picks. So, bro, but he's been relying on that run game all year. And when that gets shut down, bro, Michigan oh, wants to be Georgia really so is. bad. They're so similar. They're Georgia light. Yeah, for real in, though, in style. They are. They, they also that. have a five-star quarterback on the bench that probably should be starting. <laughs> it's Georgia Light. That's what I'm saying, yeah. dude. It's J.J. McCarthy, look, look, it just looks so athletic. Yeah, well, here's he, looked, my, he looked but, a lot better. My thing is the coaches didn't help him out at all. When they brought him in, they'd run the same read option because he was more mobile. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you knew it was coming, and then they'd yank him out. Yeah. Like, dog, let's do something that – you know they're not totally expecting when they when he comes in the game it's like yeah. oh he brings him in you could see the georgia players i mean dude you could when when they let jj throw it you can just see the zip he has Cade does yeah. not have the same the yeah. same zip on his ball obviously not as athletic as as jj is but honestly after that that first pick um and mcnamara had i was like oh here comes jj and it's gonna be bam all over again backup comes in and just shreds our defense that would have been so sick. But. That would have been so dope. Um, but, yeah, it um, defense, you know, took the Bama game personally, which they should have, and came out and played like they've been playing all year. Um, you can tell they game playing really well for the Michigan offense. Um, and Kobe Dean is an absolute monster out there, running sideline to sideline. Um, Kirk Herbstreit loved it. 
I was about to say the same thing. Kirk <laughs> Herstreet across every broadcast of the day could not. He talked about him the he could entire not day. Kobe Dean out of his mouth the entire day. Yeah. He wanted to have Nicobe's babies that night. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Um. The only thing that scares me uh, from this game is uh, DK and his history of getting beat every now and then. Um, you saw it at Clemson a little bit. Every now and then. <laughs> Saw it clips it a little bit. And only, okay. only in the biggest games when it mattered the most. Exactly. exactly. But against LSU, it's kind of like I don't, I don't know what you want him to do. He got cooked by both of them at some point in the game. <laughs> so, he, it, it's weird, dude. I mean, half of the game, I mean, most of the game, he'll do well, and then just one play, he'll just get cooked for a, a long touchdown or a big game i mean it's so you know um dan jackson played majority of the game after i didn't even see i had to go back and look at the uh targeting call because i didn't see it uh live on the uh i think it was a punt punt return um they got targeting on or something but uh did y'all see that targeting hit the one that chambliss had it was in the fourth quarter, so I don't know if y'all are still watching by then. But I'm not sure. Um, the target, the, the targeting rule is just a joke. I mean, yeah, it's just an absolute joke. Um, but I won't talk about it. Y'all don't watch it. Um, but yeah, uh, James Cook on the offensive side of the ball had an amazing game, repping his hometown in Miami. He showed out for him. Um. You think he'll be back? No. No? Him and Zamir are gone. As they should be. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've, I've always thought he's the, he's the best overall back. Yeah. Um, he got he, way underused during his career at Georgia. Yeah. He, he's which I mean, he's dude, so how, much better than, than how Zamir, you, in my how opinion. How can you not – you know, let the other guys run the ball that are back there, you know? I mean, it's kind of – Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but, yeah. Just been crazy, just crazy underused. Yeah. Um, if he if he was, like, somewhere else and didn't have other five behind him, he would – he probably would have put up really good stats. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, hopefully he can do that again against Bama, so we'll see. Um, he did it in Tuscaloosa last year. The wheel route with from Stetson. We've seen him do it. Yep. <clears throat> Put him out wide with a linebacker, and he's probably gonna win that matchup. Unless it's Isaiah Simmons. <clears throat> uh, that's different. But uh Stetson had a great game. Um 20 for 30, 300 yards passing, three touchdowns, no turnovers. Um, which in a big game is Unlike him, I was uh, really happy with his performance. Um, hopefully, he plays like that against Bama <laughs> next Monday. Um, you know, but his history of Bama is not great. It's so wish, we'll yeah, see. it's wishful uh, thinking. Yeah, we'll see. Um, 
yeah, I wish I DJ mean, would play better. It hadn't worked <laughs> for me all year. I hope I hope he Yeah. Never mind. You can just what? go in. You gotta huh? say it now. What I mean I'm not. You gotta say it. I was just gonna okay. say it. I hope okay. I hope DJ plays the same next season. I do too, so that way we'll have somebody different. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if if he's uh, that bad again, it's it's over with. He threw nine put, touchdowns and ten picks. You gotta hope Cade's better than that. He he can't be that much worse, can he? You'd hope not. That's my that's my thinking on it right now. Like he wasn't bad. He was like extremely bad. Yeah, when he so, a star too. DJ? Mm-hmm. Him, him and Bryce Young were one two, bro. Mm. <laughs> Bet you wish you had Bryce. <laughs> Man, chill. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I, I, loved, I loved, I loved watching that game. Um, Georgia just completely dominated it. Uh, bullied them a little bit. Um, just didn't look like they were there uh, at all um, the whole game. I mean, from the from the jump, it was kind of over with. Um, I was pleased to see that performance from both sides of the ball, and you know, we'll see what happens against Bama. Yeah, that segues us right into the next topic. Sometimes Luke. Georgia versus Bama in the national championship, all SEC national championship. I don't know how many times that's happened now. Um, a few. Yeah, quite a few. At least the second one. Obviously, LSU and Bama played in the BCS before. Right. Um, well, Florida that probably played it. somebody in the SEC for it. Those are the three I can think of offhand. Yeah. But Bama versus Georgia, who are pro- – who, I mean, there's not much arguing that they're the best two teams in the nation anyways. Um, but the rematch, what are we thinking, boys? I have no idea, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I, I mean, mean, I hope I hope they don't shred us again. <laughs> well, but I feel I mean, like the dynamic of it is so weird. Have y'all ever played them twice? Like I know in seventeen, y'all played Auburn twice, and it and it, y'all got hammered over there, and then yeah. flipped on the SC championship. And I kind of yeah. see it as you know, when you lose, you start to play better. You know, you kind of refocus, and then you go back and look at the tape and realize, okay, you know, we got scores, but they don't have Messi right now. You know, they're not going to try and even run the ball probably because they gave up on that pretty quick first time. So, I mean, it's literally if you can just cover better, if you can just cover up one guy and get the one guy on that was floating, yeah, the one guy that was floating down the field, <laughs> and the little five eight quarterback that was throwing it down there. So, I don't – I could see it being different, but at the same time, like, I, I, mean, I just yeah. don't bet against Bama. Yeah. You're getting a little bit nerfed version of the team you played last time with Mechie out, but – A little bit. I mean, bit. you know they still have speed. I receiver, guys that backing them up, I don't know if you have the playmakers, but – Is George Pickett going to play? They're not to me yet. 
Is no, Jordan Pickens, Pickens going to play? Is, a, is it going to be? Yeah. No. He been playing, bro. He's a child. He plays like four snaps. Has he been playing? Yeah, but not a lot. I mean, really, since the one downfield pass early in the first in the first game against Alabama, and that was early in that game. I mean, that really yeah. showed not much. Yeah, he did I mean, push. He did push one guy on the ground. That was really cool. Yeah, I mean that's how the whole game went. Pretty much. I mean, that that video. Yeah, it pretty much was a symbol of the game. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but I don't, I don't know, dude. I don't know what the deal is because he played against y'all um, his first game back, and you know, going to like when we heard he was going to play, we're like all right, he'll probably play like five or ten snaps. That's what he did. He didn't even get the ball; he just blocked. Um. And then Alabama, he had that long reception, like you said, and then didn't really do much uh, last Friday. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's one of those chemistry things with Stetson and him, because <laughs> I know JT, JT liked him a lot, like targeting him a lot more than Stetson ever has. Um, so, I don't know if that has anything to do with it or um, – yeah, what a weird concept, targeting your best player. <laughs> well, Brock Bowers is the best player right now. To be Facts. Honest. I was about to say. That's true. They, I mean, That's they true. are doing it. Yeah. I mean, that, that dude had a, the first drive, on that catch on the, on the sideline. I mean, that was all. And then went back and scored. Yeah. I mean, that, that kid is – what he's doing as a, fresh, a true freshman is – Insane. Never been seen. It's, it's crazy. Crazy. It's crazy right. because a, a guy like that, especially when you don't put him in the slot, like typically you're like, if he's a big target or whatever, you're like, you got to jam him at the line and take him off his route. But his combination of strength and then speed and then ball skills in the air is like, you could do that all you want, but you're probably not really going to take him off his route that much. If you miss, you're cooked because he can yep. burn. Yep. And that, yeah, that's what I mean, I mean. He looks, I don't know, he doesn't look like he would be that fast. He looks like a normal, just like big old tight end, but he's out here running routes and catching the ball like Kyle Pitts. He's got he's got all the tools, dude. I mean, he checks every box. And even if you are on him, he'll still go up in the air and and catch the ball over you, or even with you tied on his back. Like he, his he could be one of the best damn tight ends we've seen. Yeah, I mean. He's just a freak. For him to be a freshman, his yeah, production I mean, next year is going to be crazy. He, dude, he's he's closing in on being the second ever receiver at Georgia to have a thousand yards. If he gets over, I think it's like one fifty in the natty. I think he has to hit like one fifty four or something. Um, like ha- having a so you only had one guy ever go over a thousand. Yeah, we went over this, bro. Remember, you tried to guess who it was. That doesn't sound that I, I remember that distinctly, but that still doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one ever. That's crazy to me. Yep. Y'all suck. They scared. <laughs> yeah. Remember when y'all said we don't throw the tight end? Well, you don't have a tight I mean, end until, until this year. Y'all. I, don't, I don't know what you want to call him. That was having a badass we tight end. When we were used saying to be that, like, it was true. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was it was before you went and added damn George Kittle. <laughs> That's uh, I mean well, but like it used to be when you had a badass tight end, like you get, you know, he'd he'd be a badass on like a third down play where you need eight yards and he'd go across the middle and you could throw it to him and he'd take the hit. That that boy's not a tight tight end. Now he's like, you know, a slot receiver. He's, he's everything. Option. He's like your best player. <laughs> yeah. It's like crazy. Yeah, I don't even know what to talk about for this game because it's I mean, we talked about this like two weeks ago, I feel like. Well, and we've seen it. Like we've yeah, seen they just matchup, played so each other. Like, yeah. The only be, difference is there's no Mechie. It's gonna be well, hopefully they don't... challenging the secondary. I think yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Hopefully they I'll be interested uh, to see how how different the coaches go with their approach. Like, you know, do they completely change up their game plan? Or do you go with the same game plan? That's what that's what Kirby did the first time. And that's what screwed him. He yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, do you go with the same game plan and just hope it's a little different? I think, I think if you're saving, you have to. I think you're, Kirby, you're just going to have to chunk the ball. Yeah, Kirby, Kirby just needs to stick with what they've been doing all year except the because they changed except the, the last scheme. game against this team. <laughs> yeah, well they, they changed the coverage scheme against them before like for the game. And that's part of the reason why no one knew where to go and people were wide open. So I don't I think he tries to overanalyze it too much. It's pretty bad coaching, huh? Saban's what a been, bad coach. Saban's been beating Without up Kirby, on. y'all win that game. That's crazy. Facts. Mark Root would have won that one. With Mil- with Will Muschamp at the helm, y'all win that one. Because <laughs> y'all know I'm a huge Muschamp supporter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sticking you up for your dog. Yeah, you, you set, stick you up for him every episode. Pod, bro. Um, I don't know. I just hope they don't walk William Poole out there and get him at safety position or I'll freak out. Why, why did he play in the first one if he didn't play against Michigan? Because they swapped the coverages back to normal. Yeah. So they didn't need they didn't need him playing that extra safety. That that's like yeah, that's the they start they changed it up and they started him thinking he was gonna be uh I guess he was better. over Brennan the star, right? Um, he was playing for, yeah, I think so. I don't remember, but that was like his second career start against Bama. So and he's he's what a senior, a redshirt senior. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> second career start. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not like something Davo would do. Um. Yeah, but I mean, also against Bama and you need more help in the back end than you do against Michigan when it comes to right. So, I mean, it's not easy to sit here and just say, Oh, well, what a stupid move. They fixed it against Michigan. Yet Michigan doesn't have a third of what Bama does when it comes to throwing the ball. Well, they, they, <laughs> yeah. didn't, even, they didn't even like, add, it wasn't an extra guy. They just started him over somebody else thinking it was going to be a, a better matchup. And that's, well, it wasn't, he's trash. Yeah. <laughs> At least Kirby knows now. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I, I maybe I'm a crazy <laughs> game. I think it's gonna be 
a lot like the the last ninety, just down to the last final minutes. You can only hope. What's everybody's prediction? I hope so. I hope it's what I expected the SEC champions to be. Yeah. Uh, my, what's Ooh, everybody's prediction? I'm, a, I'm going closer game. I'm. Shit, I honestly feel like Georgia's going to win, to be honest with you. That's you how I feel. You, you played yourself into this last I, time. I know, but I, I can't pick against Bama. But <laughs> I think Georgia might win. I think Georgia's a better team, to be honest with you. That's how I feel about it. I thought Georgia was a better team the first match, too. They are. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, Me and you both. You can, I, I'm, I'm just – I definitely think it's going to be much closer – for whatever reason, that game, last game, I don't know. I don't think that was a good barometer of where the team, two teams are at. But I still just – I can't pick against that team that's kind of like the monkey on the other team's back, really. I mean, you can sit there and say that none of that shit matters when it comes to this game, but it does. It yeah, matters it's last – It's hard to beat a good team twice. Yeah. That's not – that's no doubt about that, but – I mean, it's hard to beat Bama. Y'all found that out. Don't matter when you're playing them. Shit, hell yeah. Don't, don't like matter if you're playing. 0-9, I think, right now. Right. So, like, people – biggest <laughs> thing I see – biggest thing I see is people Bama's saying – Bama's going crazy. The biggest thing I see on social media is people saying, well, the history doesn't matter. Like, the game's – the winning streak, the losing streak, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. It's just a single game. But it does matter. It's I mean, it doesn't matter in the game, but it matters leading up to it. It's in the it's in the back of Kirby's head, you know. It's in the back of everyone's head. It's in the back of every player's head. In the game, in a tight one, if it doesn't matter in the game, once the game, well, once the game gets started, I feel like you're kind of just you're kind of in that one. I think I think I think George is going to be more fired up. If it's if if it's a tight one, you've got Kirby more fired up than Bama or more fired up than the first time. In the first time, didn't give a shit. Why? Why are we know. saying they didn't give a shit? Because they lost. I didn't. Yes. I didn't say that. Yes. Sam said that. No, I know. Yeah. That's that's who I was asking. They just they didn't play well. That doesn't mean I'm, you don't I'm give a shit. I'm saying they're gonna, especially that defense is gonna come out fired up because they got embarrassed. I mean, really, if we want to talk about well, it, I mean, the, the thing is, game, like, I feel like Keely, Ringo, I feel like DK, any game all of them have been Bama. tested in the back end. I feel like any game against Bama is going to be the biggest game. Yeah. Like, they're going to be fired up for the first game because they got embarrassed last time they played too, you know? So, it's like, I don't think. Well, I mean, no, yeah, it's not and the same. You have the best defense that really we've seen in a long time in the first game, and then you're just going to go out there and not really care. I just can't see that. You want to go out there and say, we're still the best defense. Well, yeah, well, yeah so, I mean, cared. I'm just saying there's there's more baggage now. Yeah. I will definitely yeah. because there's more fuel to the fire. Yeah. Well, definitely because the last time you played Bama was the first time really well, I mean, they had been tested at all by a team that can throw downfield. I mean, shit, doesn't matter anyways. Vegas, Vegas favored Georgia, so Bama's obviously going to win. <laughs> you never, you never, good point Saban, though. You never put Saban as an underdog because, you know, he doesn't need much to Vegas, fight. Doesn't need much to fire Vegas, his team up. If you make Vegas him an underdog, has Bama he has, as the underdog he has more still? stuff. Yeah. George Owens is what a three-point favorite? Something like, like that. Two and a half. 
That's crazy. But I understand it. It's like Clemson opening up as like a 14-point favorite every week. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you kind of got to do it. Georgia's a three-point favorite right now. I I just I, – I don't know if you can bet against Saban. But, hey, I'm not making a line, so. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, find, I don't like a, find like a time – Find like a time a, that betting against Saban has ever won someone a significant amount of money. I don't think you're could, going this to. This could be it. This could be the one. Um, I'm thinking somewhere like 31-27 or something like that, Bama. I just, I just want to get back to the – like saying it doesn't matter when it comes to like the win streak and stuff. If you're a player and it's the fourth quarter – and you're down three points, say Bama's up three points, and there's, you know, five minutes left, and you're going, shit, like, here we go again. You know, like, you start you start doubting yourself. I, I just don't see how that can't be in your head. People say it doesn't matter at all. It just – I just don't see that. Yeah, I mean – Especially also, in the coach, like, in, in Kirby's head, when four, he's making decisions. It's definitely I mean, in his head, dude. I mean, the four – the past four times we played Bama – we, I mean, the past four times Kirby's – or all the times Kirby has played Bama and Nick Saban, <laughs> we have been leading at halftime right. every game. And we lost all four of them. And Bama comes out there. That's crazy. And, yep. Bama that comes out crazy, there, dude. scores on the first drive, and you go, holy shit, here we go again. Yep. Player, you're like, we just can't beat them. I mean, I'm not saying that's what – players are sitting there necessarily saying but you got to be thinking in your head oh fuck here we go like i don't know i hear well, people on the what's, radio what's everyone's <clears throat> pick for the game <clears throat> i'm i'm reluctantly taking bama i think that's where i'm at because i i've i don't know i don't know i, I think feel like I, georgia, georgia i feel like i picked georgia the first time i still feel like georgia might win but it's hard to bet against Bama right now. So, yeah, I'm I'm taking Bama on a really tight one. I think I think Bama's a one a one score uh, win. So then you taking Bama too? Hundred percent. Dogs, boy. <laughs> I have there a, you I go. Have a, I I just have a feeling. Um, but I don't want to say it. So yeah, I think we're gonna win. I do too. I have the same feeling. Same, yeah. For, like for I have, sure. no, I'm saying like I have a feeling it's gonna be more than by like three points. Oh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think you are gonna like blow them out. Uh, but, not, not blow out, but I don't think it's gonna. I be- could, I could see y'all. I could see y'all easily winning by ten or twelve. I mean, yeah. it, it's just if the game goes the way that it needs to go for Georgia to win, it could, you could, you could beat them by you know a couple of scores. But I don't know. I have a feeling it's going to happen. So, Davini's going on the record saying he thinks Georgia's going to win by two touchdowns. No. He said two, by more than two three. possessions. I said more than three points. <laughs> you agree he with Sam's 10 to 12, gonna, so that's two possessions. He insinuated it was going to be a 30-point victory for the dogs. Yep. <laughs> it's seeing it. no, I'll, get, I'll get my score prediction. I think it's going to be – 41-21, dogs. 
Um, I think it's going to be 27-21. Yeah. If Georgia's going to win, it's going to have to be that kind of game, I think. What did, What was your score prediction like the first game? I don't remember, dog. Wasn't <laughs> nowhere near what actually happened. Well, I know he picked Georgia to win, so it probably wasn't all that close. Oh, wait, I think I do remember. I think it was like 35-28. I thought I thought you picked Georgia to win pretty big. I thought it was like 35-28, Georgia. I don't know. We can go back in the archives, but it doesn't really matter that much. But anyway, that's where I got that 41-21 dogs. That's what it was, on the podcast. I thought it was 35-17, uh, but I could be wrong. No way I'm, I said 17. <laughs> if I did, I was an idiot. <laughs> I feel uh, I feel pretty sure you 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 never mind. But they uh, think you I said guess, something stupid. Yeah. We could talk about other bowls, other bowl games. Tennessee getting hosed. That's the only one I want to talk about. I don't know who needs to be fired over that, but somebody's got to go. It was ridiculous. How do you how do you review it? He's not down do it wrong. Oh well, <laughs> you know, they did they did kind of call his forward progress like stopped in the middle of the play. That's so stupid, though. Why would you blow the whistle? It wasn't even just stopped. letting it happen. Yeah, he was he was clearly still going forward. Oh man! And then Matt Corral, Matt Corral giving <clears throat> everyone a perfect example of why to opt out of the bowl game. What did it, what did he end up doing? What was the injury? Brain. I don't know. Ankle sprain. Oh, I thought you said brain. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a lot more serious than I expected. Uh, Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman off to, like, the worst uh, – I think they said it was, like, the worst loss in Notre Dame history or something, or, like, biggest comeback on Notre <laughs> Dame in history or something. They were, like, 79-0, and 0, went up by three touchdowns. Yeah, they were up 28-7 at the end of but, the But, I mean, quarter. honestly, I feel like most teams have an egregiously positive record went up three touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But I mean, you'd hope to so. Not, to, not lose, to not lose one, though. Yeah. Like, not even now they one. have, though. Yeah. The fighting Mike Gundy mullets. Mike Gundy going crazy. Hey, what's the, what's the deal with the, the points on the spreadsheet, Sam? They're, like, all jacked up. No idea. I hadn't looked at it. Hmm. Said you, uh, you're on a roll with picks. Yeah, he is. Are y'all being sarcastic? Yes. Very. I haven't even looked at it, dude. <laughs> yeah. You got zero by default, kind of. Uh, I didn't put any in. Yeah, there's nothing there. You didn't put in like 10. Well, well I didn't see, the, uh, I didn't does see anybody, the other sheet. Does anybody have anything else Whoops. to say this week? We'll break down the natty and give – I guess we can give some postseason uh, remarks for each of our teams next week, but – Anything else you want to say? Um, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a four-hour mega cast uh, <laughs> every game of the season. Yeah, we're gonna live stream a 24-hour cast of each each of us going through every game of the season. Yeah, we're gonna watch every snap of every team <laughs> and break it down. Yeah, we I hope you'll join us. I think Davini should have to live stream his fan reaction of, to the the game. Oh, when Alabama loses, I mean, when Alabama wins in overtime again. No, no, you just got to crying. 
Family no, reaction you to just the whole need, game. Yeah, you just the need to game. send. No, I, you just need to send a video of your post game reaction, and it'll be the intro to the next podcast. <laughs> Good or bad, you need the raw. <laughs> <laughs> you need a raw reaction. Yeah, just whatever you're you're feeling. Those are the best videos on YouTube. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah but if if no one, what, I guess we. Um, I mean. Go ahead. Dude. I wonder. I wonder how. Uh, um. I wonder if anyone's told Caleb that if uh, if he actually comes to Georgia, he's gonna sit beside behind Stetson Bennett yet. Bro, he's going to Auburn. Yeah, it's a done deal. It's done. Mm-hmm. It's not so a done deal. <laughs> Wait, I was like, really? Sources yeah, telling Stetson it's a bro. done deal. They, they poop. Bro, my sources bro. tell me it's done. He's already moving in. Over why, there. why would he go there? It's such a dumb move. Why, why would he leave Oklahoma? Exactly. Stop in IL deals. Exactly. And then they said, and then they're like, screw you, bro. We're just going to get a, yeah, but Levy, a complete really step down. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and why are you going to go to Auburn? Who you got calling plays over there? That dude they hired from wherever in the NFL. What's that dude's name? Their new OC? Mike Bobo, <laughs> not not that guy. No, that's going to be George's OC here in a little bit. But, anyways, wait, who are you talking about? Auburn's offensive coordinator? Yeah. Um, Austin Davis. Yeah, the guy that was the uh, quarterbacks coach for Seahawks. Yeah, pro style offense. <clears throat> that's never really done much as a coach. Yeah, you're going to tell me that's a better situation to go play than to play for Jeff Levy at the school you're familiar no. with? No, no I'm, not, I'm not saying that at all. Auburn's uh, top wide receiver just entered the portal. I'm just it. being devil's at devil's <laughs> advocate Hudson, their top why guy. he could go to. Yeah. He was definitely their top guy at the end of the year. Yeah, he, I mean, stats-wise, he was the top guy. He snapped in the bowl game. Yeah, well – there's a minute left. Anybody have anything else to say? Bruce Todd Bates. Yeah. Just kidding. No one ever leaves Clemson. Until they all leave. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll talk at you listeners next week. After the talk night. Talk to you later. Talk <laughs> at you later. Um, yeah. The natty. Why do they do the natty on Monday? Oh well, we don't have time to talk about it. It's awful. Yeah, it's so dumb. But anyways, thank you all for listening. Peace.